I really believe in study and I think five years or six years should be the study development, trying to learn about mediumship, pioneers, read, sit in the silence of yourself and learn to know yourself, how you mm. connect to the spirit world. Welcome to the Seeing in the Dark podcast, the podcast for the women of the ancient futures. Women that see beyond eyes and know beyond mind and are here to make a change from a deep communion with the mystery of life. Seeing in the dark is about walking paths that have not been walked before and daring to show up for the mission and dream life that is knocking on your door. My name is Nicole Nima Costeras, mystic, medium, initiated priestess and here to take you into the mysteries of purpose, power, ritual and intuition. May you embody your own unique essence so deeply that your vibration naturally teaches, inspires, and assists others. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode where I sit together with Rosita Belcadi. She is a trans and mental mediumship expert living and working here in the Netherlands. She practices mediumship already for 25 years. That is so much experience of mediumship. And not only practices mediumship for 25 years, she teaches already for over 17 years her beautiful knowledge and wisdom around mediumship. We both have the same or similar background of the English evidential mediumship, but also Rosita has a very special expertise, you could say, in the mediumship field as well, and that's working with alternate states. So I cannot wait to ask her more about this. She mainly teaches in the Netherlands, but also works international as well. And she has her own podcast, which is called the Spirituela Podcast, which <laughs> is the spiritual podcast in English, where she talks about spirituality, mediumship, and all kinds of different topics as well. Welcome, Rosita. I'm super happy that you are here with us to speak about mediumship today. Well, thank you for having me. I really, I always enjoy talking about mediumship and especially about trends and the altered state. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Because I actually asked you before we started recording, I said, how long have you been developing mediumship already? And then you started laughing and you said, <laughs> I'm almost a grandmother in mediumship because it's so over 25 years already. But you also shared that you started your journey with a basically self-study in mediumship. Yeah. Can yeah. you share a little bit about that? Because my journey started with a lot of fear and I didn't really know how to approach it. So my journey actually started with Jose that we both know, Jose yeah. Gosrank. But I feel curious, what did that look like for you at the start of your journey with mediumship? Well, it's a long time ago, to be honest, but... Um, when I started to uh, notice that the spirit world was around me, I was a little bit, I think at the age of 19 or 20, uh, when I really feel the spirit world around me. And I thought that, uh, well, if I could feel it, everybody could feel it. So for me, it was something really normal. I spoke about it, but people didn't understand me. So I started speaking about it. And suddenly I found myself doing readings in a way, speak to people about their grandparents or about their mother and father in the spirit world, sometimes about their children who were passed to the spirit world. So I, I found myself talking about them, not really giving readings like I have your father and he does this and that, but like 
I involved them in their lives. And in a way, it started there. And then I start looking, searching to understand myself. And somebody, I don't know exactly, so many years ago, but I remember that uh, it was an intuition course where I, it was online. There were, I don't know exactly the name in English, but you have places you could go and then find other people who have the same interests. So we had MSN also, and I think you know yeah. <laughs> MSN. <laughs> yeah. And we chatted on a Tuesday night just to talk about spiritualism and all those kind of things. And suddenly I saw a young man coming closer. He was jumping up and down and he was uh, wet. So he showed me his himself wet. And I started talking and it was a boy who drowned and his mother was in the same MSN chat. And then I understand about giving evidence about the spirit world. And I started to develop on my own just to do I don't know exactly how to explain, but I, I just started to develop, starting to give readings to people also, not to have money, but just to give the spirit world a, a voice mm -hmm. in a way. And then I saw Paul Jacobs from England on the television in the Netherlands. And I thought, oh, he's doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And then I went to the Art of Finti College a few weeks, every year one week, so a few weeks. And that's the start of the journey. Wow, that's so beautiful. I love that you started to develop also the evidence yourself, because the one of the reasons why I chose evidential mediumship for my studies was because I knew when I am going to develop as a medium, I want to become specific in this work. I want to deliver quality readings because there's so much airy fairiness around yeah. mediumship in the world of spirituality, right? And so I love that he started to develop that evidence aspect that I love so much in the English mediumship by yourself. I really believe that if we're open to the spirit world, they will give evidence because they want to succeed. They want to show themselves to you. They don't want, you know, the, I have your father and he says, hello, you want it all, you know, you want to yes. be the postman or whatever he was you want to bring that and because i learned it myself in a way or maybe the spirit will Taught learn you. it yeah exactly yeah. i don't know exactly the way but i think it's the last one and they want to succeed and i don't know for many people it will be different but for me it was so normal to find those evidence in the people who joined from the spirit world so for me it was yeah mm -hmm. almost normal natural in a way yeah Beautiful. So for the ones who are listening, you're like, what are they talking about evidence? In this specific modality of mediumship, how we work is that when a loved one from spirit comes to us, we not only say, hey, I have your father here and he tells you that he loves you, but we also say the type of job that the father was doing, how he passed away, what were some specific aspects of his daily life and what was memories. the relationship like with his family like memories like places where he traveled or where he lived so there is a really beautiful variety of information evidence about this person so that you can really know this is my father yeah. nobody else could know this i know that i have my father here yeah and the experience of myself uh, taught me that the a way to teach is also from the natural way. What do the spirit world want to give to their loved ones? So I turn it yeah. around a little bit. Beautiful. Yeah. 
I love that because it's also one of your slogans on your Instagram I saw the, about yep. the naturalness of mediumship. Exactly. This is also one of the things I really love about the way you work because one of the things I always say is you don't have intuition, but you are intuition. So it's exactly. like working with mediumship and our psychic abilities is something super not supernatural because then sounds again as something really (laughs) (laughs) but what i mean is it's something that is really natural yeah that we all can have access to it's a faculty of the soul you know the the soul is intuitive the soul is spirit the soul is even the spirit world so we only have to tap in in a way yeah. But only have to tap in. <laughs> <laughs> then we have so many things in the way, like our mind starts to doubt and our senses can get a bit overwhelmed. <laughs> Maybe we feel fear. At least that was the case for me. I started to feel fear because I didn't really understand what I was feeling. So when you can move beyond those gatekeepers of doubt, fear and overwhelm, then yes, it's super natural, natural <laughs> to Yeah. And so then you found your way to studying in the Arthur Findlay College, which is one of the biggest international schools for evidential mediumship based in Stansted in the UK. But I imagine that that beginning of your journey was around mental mediumship. Only mental mediumship. Yeah. Yeah. And mental mediumship is also the form of mediumship that I work with, where a loved one from spirit comes closer and you are translating basically what this loved one is communicating. So you're the translator, so to speak. But with the modality that you have your expertise in as well, the transmediumship, can you share a bit about what that is? Yeah, of course. It's also mental mediumship. So in mental mediumship, we have some pilots that belong to mental mediumship, like bringing our loved ones with evidence, uh, healing mediumship, of course, and transmediumship. The difference between the normal uh, mental mediumship is that it's an active mediumship and trans mediumship is a passive uh, mediumship where you sit with closed eyes waiting till the spirit world blends with you or even speaks through you. Yeah. So would it be right to say that with a mental mediumship, it's more of a meeting with spirit where you work together and I am the translator, but with the trans mediumship, you become more the one from the spirit. Um, Do I word it right? Or how would you word that? That's also a possibility, but it's uh, not the only way. Some people are in the trance state and just give uh, loved ones also, but you're more um, maybe involved in what they really want to say. Can you understand what I mean? So really the way they put their hands or they talk, (laughs) it's a deeper blending with the spirit world so that they can bring also guides, for example, or our speakers and just for one moment. So there is also philosophy in a deeper way. It's not only loved ones, it's more to the philosophy of the spirit world. How do they work with us? Or they will explain what's wrong in the world and how we can help. Or uh, how your mediumship is holding some things back and they can speak to you directly. So Mm -hmm. there's no medium here. So in a way it's more blending, but it's still mental mediumship. But it's only, you have to quiet the mind more. Yes. Because I remember, like, for example, when I work with my mediumship, I go, for example, on the stage, I'm walking, I'm talking, I'm active, very alive. Yeah. But then I remember that two or three weeks that I studied with Scott Milligan, also an amazing physical medium. Yeah, but also physical mediumship, amazing. Yes. And we would work the whole week in complete darkness. 
And then we would just sit and have our eyes closed and we would basically descend down into these deeper states where we go into a really deep blending and deep connection with the spirit world for the spirit world to either be just present with us or to start to speak through us or to start to speak to us. Yeah, exactly. And it, for me, had created a very deep trust because I think one of the challenges I had was to really trust that I am actually in connection with the spirit world and not making it up. So the trans mediumship really helped me to trust, but also really helped me to feel the spirit world on a deeper level. And these are, I would say, the two main gifts that I received from working with Scott back then. Yeah, and me, for me, it's exactly the same. The trust for me, they want to work with me. Uh, yeah. was my biggest challenge, you know, almost like I'm not good enough to work for the spirit world and trance and sitting in the altered states and sitting in the quietness of my own soul uh, helped me yeah. big time. Can you share a bit about what happens? What do you mean with trance and altered states for the listener who imagines, oh, I will sit then with you in a workshop space, for example, and then we go into trance or an altered state. What exactly happens then? Yeah, in a way it's, you know, you have meditation and you have sitting in the power, for example. And meditation is if you follow a voice or contemplate on something or visualize something. And sitting in the power is more sitting with yourself and letting the spirit world join. So you have those two. And sitting for the old states, in a way, it's like sitting in the power, uh, blending with the spirit world and just be opening up with a prayer. Uh, let the spirit world join. And for everybody, that's different, but that's mainly what people will do. Uh, the spirit world will join and you go to a place in yourself and they will join. You know, they will join in that place and they will give you trust. Yes. And the first time I was in the, in the sanctuary also with Scott in the sanctuary in the Art of Finkley College. And I never heard of Scott. I didn't know who he was and what he was doing. I was doing a little bit of trance also before this, but I never had sit with him. Oh, I was crying like a baby when I came out. I didn't <laughs> want to leave the place where I belong or something. It was so beautiful. Yeah. And with the altered stage, what you're doing is learning to have patience, learning to sit still, learning to just to have the connection, just to be in surrender with the spirit world and let them yeah, do what they want to do and not interfering with all the, you know, I'm really active person and not dealing with any of that. So it feels like coming home, to be honest. I love that you share that. It's like a place of surrender. Huh? Exactly Transmediumship and altered states teach you how to truly surrender and not need or want or manipulate or force or push anything, but to really be available for that intelligence that the spirit yeah. world has and wants to bring to us. No matter exactly. what. No yeah. matter what. And when I, well, after many years of sitting for altered states, so in the trance uh, states, my mediumship started to become more, more me in a way, more, no, you know, when you go to a school of mediumship, they teach you things. Of course, they teach you things and you need to unlearn them in a way when you start working for yourself. And I learned that in the trans states, in the altar state, just to be weird. Again, the, the natural ability that I was in the first year. So it's, they learned me how to be still. They learned me to listen. They mm -hmm. learned me to have trust. 
be good enough. Beautiful. Can you share something about how do you see the importance of going through a study when it comes to mediumship? Because like in my path, I can see that I really stand for education and study when it comes to psychic readings, because I so often see mediums tell their clients stuff that I think, oh, no, <laughs> you did not just say that. <laughs> like fortune telling or telling them, like, I don't know, I don't even know no. what examples I can give, but it's not always very beautiful. And no, I think one of the reasons why I really stand for education and training when it comes to psychic ability psychic readings, mediumship, transmediumship, that people know how to work with that sensitivity that is natural to us, yes, but I do believe it needs certain development and training to channel it into the right direction, but also to hold it in the right container in terms of wording, how you communicate messages, how you bring information and things like that. How is that for you? I totally agree. So for me, it was, you know, when I started working, not working with the spirit world, but starting to feel them, I started to do readings. And now when I look back, what the hell, I'm sorry for this word, was I thinking, you know? <laughs> I was, I think, 27 something. I don't know when I start doing readings and I never said something that was not done. So the spirit world knew what to give me and how to work with me. So in a way, because I didn't have any fear, it was a good way. I'm very mm -hmm. strict and I'm very, when I learn something, I will do it that way. So in mm -hmm. a way, it's good that it started natural. But I believe you have to study or even yourself, study on yourself. It doesn't have to be only mediumistic abilities to study but also study on you you know learn to look at yourself in a way maybe challenge yourself to look at yourself to be really honest to yourself and for me that's i think the most important way know what you're saying you know don't say things that you don't want to hear either and i think that's why most people are starting to do mediumship in a little bit of older age than 25 or something because you know I would say maturity will help in a way. But I, I really believe in study. And I think five years or six years should be the study development, trying to learn about mediumship, pioneers, read, sit in the silence of yourself and learn to know yourself, how you mm. connect to the spirit world. Yeah, I'm a big believer in study also, yeah. in education, yeah. Just a quick break from this week's episode to let you know that registration is open to my brand new year training, Mystic Medium, a year training into the mystic arts for your personal and professional life. This is a year where you will learn to train and develop and fully open mediumship, your psychic abilities and your ability to offer professional psychic readings to your clients or future clients. But not only that, this year training touches upon a really beautiful variety of mysticism and mystic arts like deciphering the hidden messages in your dreams at night and learning deep transformational rituals and ceremonies for yourself and others. In this year, I will be your main teacher during 10 days of training days together but then also three of those 10 days there will be a guest teacher coming to offer her gifts and all the guest teachers that are part of the mystic medium year training have over two decades of experience in their field of work 
This is also not only that, besides the 10 training days together online, there is also two live in-person days where we come together to have our time for community, connection and training in person as well. Then there is two programs included as a bonus as well and a certification process at the end of this year to show that you successfully completed the year training mystic medium of women of ancient futures now you don't need any previous experience with mysticism or your psychic abilities to join this year training because everybody can develop this for this first round there is a special discount of 500 euro only for this first round and i would love to welcome you in the year training mystic medium back to the episode now my study was three years would you say and at the end of the three years i felt literally like i'm just getting started yeah. you know i still feel like i'm <laughs> There's getting started, so but... <laughs> much to learn <laughs> yeah. and it was only actually i was in the trainings week with you recently yeah. i don't remember when it was exactly june um, may june. i don't know it yeah. was june yeah and then I went onto the stage for the first time to do a demo because I did demos for smaller groups, but this was the biggest group ever. And I remember going onto the stage and realizing, wow, I think I am now developing my mediumship for 10 years. And this is the first time I can go on a stage without feeling too much doubt, you know, without actually feeling like... <gasps> Like I'm panicking, but yeah. actually being able to go on the stage and know the spirit world is here and I can bring my messages and, and it's okay. Yeah. I'm good enough. And exactly. you did a great job, by the way, but that's <laughs> totally you. something different. Um, <laughs> maybe we, we even need advertisers of the spirit world to stand on platforms to be a medium for the spirit world to let everybody know who wants to be involved. That is just a lie, you know? Yeah. It's just a bump in the road or it's just a way, you know, we are all fearing that in a way. And we need to learn that the spirit world needs us to be on the platform to say that that is just a lie. So, yeah, Beautiful. and you need to be ready to be on a platform. You know, the stress, the power all together is really a strange combination. You need to yes. surrender <laughs> to something you don't understand at the moment you're standing on the platform. The only thing you think about Will I succeed? Can I do it? Am I good enough? Or I don't yes. know what, all those things. And still, 20 years of working on a platform, I still, every time I stand on, I have the feeling of, I hope I will succeed for spirit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because it is like, I mean, in a reading, psychic reading one-on-one -on -one is a very different feeling than standing totally. on the stage yeah. and just being surrendered to the mystery. That's basically, yeah. I think the biggest teacher of mediumship for me is to surrender to the unknown because you <laughs> cannot prepare. It's about fully surrendering and allowing to happen whatever wants to happen. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And that's why transmediumship, for example, is a very good study to have also in your mediumship development. You know, it's almost uh, like the two needs to go hand in hand. Maybe it's a very bold way to say, but I really believe that it should be the first step to be in the mm. silence of the spirit world, just to be involved with the love of spirit for you, for everyone around you, and just to learn to surrender. Yeah, I love that. 
So when you look at your journey with, uh, because we've been talking a little bit about connection with loved ones in spirit, yeah, when there is a family or like you said, a child or someone that you've known from this lifetime in the spirit world. But one of the things that transmediumship also offers really beautiful deep connection with is with the spirit guides. Yep. Can you share a little bit more about your experience with with your guides? When I started to sit for trance, so not only for myself, but also in a group, a little group, I didn't know I was starting to sit for trance. So again, <laughs> it was a, a little different than most people will go to classes or I don't know what. I was, I had a big healing practice. And when people saw me sitting for healing, my face changed. So I asked two people to, and they were scared because, you know, when people don't know what you're doing, they think, you know, what's happening here? And I said, well, it's it's because I'm relaxed and all those kind of things that my face is in a, in a certain way. And I asked two friends to look at me to sit for healing. And, and we did. We were sitting and they said, oh, I saw a beautiful, old, wise man coming through. Can we do this again? So this is how I started to sit for the trance state again. Mm -hmm. So I was sitting and every two weeks we were sitting together. And I think in maybe four or five months, they started to speak through me. But I could hear myself speaking just like we're speaking now. I didn't felt my body anymore because I was in the in the influence of the spirit world. But I could hear myself speaking. And one man started to speak, introduced himself as shooting star and told that he was an Indian and that there were coins made of him. He was some something to do with war in, in America. And he was talked about his wife and the name of his wife. And every time he closed, he said, you can find me. No problem. Everything, what I'm saying, you can find out for yourself. And I think he spoke for six months and we couldn't find a thing. So I was uh, thinking by myself, well, I'm making it up or I'm making it all up because I could hear myself uh, speak in that time. And in the last uh, session with him, he said, I was uh, what you call a speaker just for a moment. And uh, my name is Tekumshe, he said. Uh, by birth, my name was Shooting Star, but in the Indian culture, it's uh, normal to have another name in, I don't know, in a few years or maybe a few decades. I really don't know. And then we started looking and we could find everything, everything, even his wow. birth name. Yeah. So you mean you found information about him everything. on the internet or something? Everything that he told us through wow. me was the truth. So for me, it was starting to believe myself. I started to believe myself a little bit more at that moment. Yeah, And we continued to sit. Uh, there were no speakers at all. And in a few years, uh, there was a man who spoke and uh, he didn't say his name to us. He would just uh, learn to uh, work with me in a way. Mm -hmm. I call him James and I call him James because I feel he is very helping to me. <laughs> and there was a there was a scene in the Netherlands in the old days called James the Butler. So uh, I called him James, <laughs> and he's very surfing in a way. So I never see him, but I can feel him. There is one guide who I call Blackbird because he shows himself with a blackbird. So that's the name I gave him. He's an Indian and a big, big Indian. And one I call the Wind because he let him feel himself. You can feel the wind and the atmosphere changing when you sit with me. And I learned to learn to know them, just to sit 
to be with them, but also when they start speaking through me. I never see uh, my guides. Only Blackbird I can see. And I think he is my main guide. So the one who is always with you from birth until death. And I can see him. And he's a very wise big man. He never speaks anymore. It was in the old days that he spoke. But now, not anymore. Beautiful. I love how specific you are about your guides. <laughs> and I have one little girl. And we call her Lolly. And that's because she always has a lollipop with her. Uh, and she's the one who brings loved ones when I'm in the trance state. So she's the one who will do the evidence. And she's very specific, really beautiful. Wow. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. <laughs> I actually have one girl as well. And I, I offered readings to her mom like three mm -hmm. or four times. And then she would just stay with me. And then sometimes years later, sometimes she still tells me, write to my mom. And then we have a call together and then we are in connection. But this girl is actually a girl that came to me as a guide from one of the demos for the group that I was doing for her mom. It's beautiful, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes. And you know, Very with beautiful. children, mostly they will appear with uh, teachers in mediumship or people who do trans mediumship or physical mediumship themselves. So there's a specific intelligence why children are involved as a guide. So that's really mm. beautiful. She also and looks like me, you know, when I was oh, a child. We look oh, very similar in the photos. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, I'm really curious about her now, to be honest. Yeah, what I really love, because we were talking, you are going to be also one of the guest teachers in Mystic Medium in the year training. And one of the things that the people can then experience is these trans states, the altered states Alter to stage, practice yeah. with. Uh, yeah, because in the beginning, it's not really trans states no, yet. Eh? No. Because people might also go like, trans state, will I then still be conscious? But my experience also after going to this three times one week is that yes, you are fully present with it. It will take you years and years and years of development before it turns into trance where your awareness or consciousness actually disappears. It so, took me seven and a half years to get out, really get out of the way and be, for me, it's like a black hole where I go in now. So seven, wow. seven and a half years. So it's Yeah. And I think Scott was sharing something similar about the amount of years that it took him to oh, really... I don't know that. I yeah. don't remember the exact... I remember it was years of daily training and sitting and descending and surrendering. And yeah, so in the beginning, it will be altered states where you mainly go to... Is it beta waves? Uh, like um, meditation where basically your mind gets out of your own way as much as possible and you descend into the calmer states or more yeah i think it's better in the first and uh where we go it's gamma i think but i'm yeah. doubting now but i think so that's the the where the monks meditate the evolved mind they call it uh, mostly yeah and it will be also an opportunity to explore the connection with the loved ones in spirit but also very much with the spirit guides and to discover what are these guides that are with me and what are the qualities they have and what do they bring in connection with me but also what do i bring in connection with them as well yeah beautiful yeah it is yeah so for the listener eh, if you could say anything to the listener about if they could do something really simple to start a first exploration, is there something that they could do in connection yeah, to altered states? <laughs> of course, everybody should do altered states. Um, 
sit in the stillness. Mm. Just put on some music you like and put it on repeat. So you have uh, one song every time playing again and again and again. So your mind is used to uh, listening to one particular song. So you're not involving with the music in a way, but just be with the music and just sit with your eyes closed. Just feel your body for a moment. Just be your body for a moment. Feel your breath or maybe how you're sitting or is there anything you want to think about at the moment? Just think about those things and just go sit in the silence of yourself and pray to spirit like a ritual. You can also pray, but I love to say something like, dear friends in the spirit world, please come closer to join me at this moment in time and to give me exactly what I need now. And that's something I repeat a few times in my head and then just go sit in the silence with some music. And maybe it's five minutes, maybe it's an hour, but just be in that moment and let the spirit world join. Just to be friends in a communion, you know, in the silence of you. So that's something you can do every day. Yeah. And if that's completely new for you, you can start doing that in the daytime. That's what helped me. Because for me, the spirit would always come in the night and I would feel a little bit nervous in the dark, you know. And I remember Yosei's first tip to me was, she said, you can also just invite them in the daytime. Exactly. So just put the music on while it's bright daylight and just start connecting in that way and if you're afraid of the spirit world know that you don't understand the spirit world so it's not something to be afraid of because the spirit world is only love and light there is nothing really nothing to be afraid of so it's your own thoughts your own mind and your own stories that people told you or maybe horror movies movies. exactly (laughs) (laughs) you saw um just know that it's only love and our mind makes fear of things we don't understand so just sit and even if it's five minutes just sit with spirit yeah they will join yes they will and I remember in the beginning for me, that would also sometimes feel overwhelming. I would feel like a bit of change of pressure in my head yeah. or a little bit dizzy sensation or some warmth or cold passing past my body, things like that. Yeah, but that's normal. The body really gets more and more used to it the more you're going to sit and make yourself available for spirit to come close. In the beginning, it's normal to... Uh, feel the the pressure in your head because the spirit world is coming closer but it's also a weight from your body just to your body doesn't want to relax your body wants you to be active in a way because that's what we learned ourselves yeah so when we sit for a very very short time just in the silence there will be things you have a, an itch on your cheek or something and it wasn't there or there's nothing there that's something our body is programmed to. So just ignore it. And if you're afraid, just open your eyes. Beautiful. So if people are curious about you and your work, you already will be a guest teacher in the year training. But if they want to study even more with you, I believe you do have a really beautiful upcoming training on a Dutch island. Yeah. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Yeah, it's Dutch. So it's a, it's a Dutch uh, course. It's a masterclass for weekends in Tessel. And we go deep into demonstrating mediumship, but also private sittings, also the trance states. Uh, we have mm. one weekend. We go to look at how can spirit teach me? How can spirit be my teacher and uh, listen to them? So it's a... Um, Masterclasses, so it's not for the absolute beginners. 
but you don't have to be that, you know, mm -hmm. experienced just to uh, be there. It's really beautiful. I do it now for three years. And it's always um, a group of people who become family in a way because you sit on an island just for three days together, eat together, be together, sleep together, you know. Well, not really sleep together, but you can understand what I mean. Yes. Um, yeah, that's something that's coming up. And I've still places yeah. on, on this event. So Nice. And when is that? 24, 25, 26 November, the first weekend. Beautiful. And it's, uh, it's four weekends in a row. So you have to commit yourself to four weekends. Yeah. And if people are curious about your work with trans, I believe you also share a lot about this on your Instagram yes. and in your podcast. And you yep. have ways also for people to sit with you in trans on a regular basis as well. Eh? Yeah, I do yeah. a lot of things and I do a lot of things for free also. So Spirited Talk, I have one every month and I, I have many uh, subjects who will, yeah, trans, but also Why is the no something, you know, can learn about in your mediumship development uh, uh, subjects in a way? Yeah. Well, amazing. I want to thank you so much for thank being you. here with us today and for the beautiful work. I was actually, I don't know if I shared it, but I was in a trans workshop with you in June. And uh, I really loved your energy. I think one of the things I really love about you is you're very down to earth And I don't like it when teachers are like too much like up there. No, I'm really down to it, yeah. <laughs> yes. And I really enjoy that, you know, it keeps it very also accessible, but also very clear and, and makes it easy, yeah. makes it easy. Yeah. So thank you so much for that. And thank you for sharing with us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And everyone, I will see you again next week on the new episode. And I wish you a beautiful week. Much love. Did you receive any inspiration, motivation, or powerful breakthroughs by listening to this episode? Then please share this episode by taking a screenshot and tagging me in your stories at nicole.nima.costeres. I would love to celebrate with you, share you in my stories, and it would mean so much to have my work reach more powerful, passionate women like you. Thank you so much and looking forward to see you next week.